Hello, my lovely listeners. I'm Dr. Mary Barson. And I'm Dr. Lucy Burns. Welcome to this episode of Real Health and Weight Loss. Good morning, Mares. How are you this morning? I'm really well. Very excited to talk about the gut. How are you? Oh, I am awesome. Again, I had another magnificent sleep last night, sleeping being my superpower. But I'm really, really excited to share with our listeners the gut and you being the gut guru girl. I'm really excited for them to hear all of your musings, Mary's musings, and um, I guess to share some actual real information because there's a lot, isn't there, about the gut at the moment. It's super popular and there's, you know, everyone from Arthur to Martha's got their view on things and some of it's really great and some of it's a load of rubbish. So I'm really looking forward to, I guess, breaking down some of those myths and really just getting into the guts of it all. (laughs) (laughs) Fabulous. Yeah, this is one of my most favourite topics and I think that, that gut health really is integral to our health and wellness and even even to our weight loss. It plays a role there. And gut health has been sort of marginalised to the fringes of acceptable medicine for a long time, always considered the um, the realm of complementary or alternative medicine, but I'm pleased to say that this is changing. And what we're going to talk about over the next few episodes is really simple, actionable things that you as a listener can do to improve the health of your gut as well as taking some time to encourage you and perhaps even convince you why that would be worth your while. 2,000 years ago, Hippocrates famously said, all disease begins in the gut. But of course, he said it in ancient Greek and not in English. But he was right. And 2,000 years later, the scientific research is kind of catching up now and is proving him right. The gut is central to pretty much every metabolic process in the body. And if you've got an unhealthy gut, it can affect almost every other part of your body. And the wonderful thing is that I find this very empowering because there really are very simple, very doable, and yet powerful things that each of us can do in our daily lives to improve our gut health. Do you know what I love, Mares, is that you've pointed out that it's moved from this sort of fringe medicine or fringe healthcare into mainstream. But of course, along with that comes mainstream marketing. And as you know, marketing mischief is one of my biggest gear grinders. And so at some stage over the next couple of episodes, I'm going to talk about that. But I just love the idea that it has finally started to move into real life medicine, not just our medicine, but everybody's. And I think it's, again, you know, you've got to sort the wheat from the chaff to use a low carb pun, because there is a lot of misinformation. And I guess what I love is that you're going to be giving real information. Yes, I am going to be giving real information and information that is informed by, you know, 
current up-to-date scientific research and scientific data which is all still like a lot of what we will discuss is relatively new science some of it isn't some of it's very old indeed and it is important I think to I recognize that in medicine rightly or wrongly the wheels of change grind slowly and I actually don't think that this is a bad thing necessarily but it does mean that there is a big lag between sort of what scientists have known about gut health about leaky gut about the gut brain barrier that has been around for decades but it is only now getting mainstream acceptance absolutely and in fact you've just pointed out a lovely thing that I like to kind of divided up into and that is the fact that there's like the structural things about the gut you know the gut the brain barrier the gut brain axis and then the secondary thing is the microbiome which of course is you know the second only to the word pivot is the word of 2020 the microbiome that's right we all need to uh, pivot our understanding about the microbiome i believe Look, it would be extremely remiss if we did not start with an exceptionally important disclaimer. And this disclaimer is, if you have got gut pain or gut symptoms, if you've got cramping, pain, diarrhea, constipation, it is so exceedingly important that you see a doctor and get it checked out. The things that we will talk about over the next few episodes will help people with their gut health absolutely and are great things to do. However, if you've got symptoms, there is a possibility that there is something potentially really serious going on and it is important not to ignore that. And I can tell you from my own clinical experience that I have, you know, occasionally seen people who have had symptoms for a long time, be it long-standing diarrhea, long-standing constipation, long-standing gut pain, and it actually turned out that there was something pretty serious going on. Most of the time there isn't, but it is possible. So absolutely see your doctor if you've got gut symptoms, the advice that we are giving now does not replace the advice of a medical professional. And you know what I would think, again, I love the way you articulate things, but we often talk about feeling well and health is not simply the absence of disease. Obviously, disease is ill health. But it's a bit like that with the gut. You can have a diseased gut that might be cancer or inflammatory bowel disease um, or parasites or a, a gastro bug. That's a diseased gut. You can have a gut that's just sort of chugging along suboptimally or you can have a really well gut. And we want you to have a really well gut. We don't want you to be suboptimal. Yes, and so many people, I think, with our modern lifestyles, fall into that suboptimal category. They don't have bowel cancer or inflammatory bowel disease or hideous bowel infections, but the gut isn't working as well as it could. And this can affect every other part of their mind and body. Wonderful. Do you know another funny uh, little anecdote? My daughter has just started a chemistry tutor. She's doing year 12 
and this gorgeous girl is doing um she's actually going into medicine at melbourne and i said oh what you know what what did you do she did a science and she majored in neuroscience and did the whole gut brain axis i thought yay good girl so yes that cheered me up immensely i love the gut brain axis we'll definitely get to that Cool. Well, let's dive in to the gut, metaphorically, not physically. So first of all, I thought it would be good just to describe what we are talking about when we discuss the gut. What is the gut? And the gut basically is a short three-letter word to describe our entire gastrointestinal system. So the gut is a hollow tube that passes from the mouth, that's the start of the gut, and it goes all the way through the mouth, the esophagus, which is our food pipe, our stomach, our small intestine or small bowel, through to our large intestine or large bowel or colon, through to the rectum and the anus. That is the gut. And By and large, I'd say that there are two very important variables that determine the health of our gut. And one is the gut barrier. We'll talk more about that in a minute. And the other is the gut microbiome. Two things that are both extremely important to have proper functioning of our gut. Let's dive into the gut barrier. To begin. What do I mean when I say the gut barrier? Well, I've said that the gut is this hollow tube from the mouth all the way through our body and that it ends in the anus. And technically, anything that is actually inside that hollow tube, that incredibly complicated and elegant hollow tube, technically anything that's inside our gut is actually outside our bodies. You can think of ourselves as very, very complicated intricate donuts. So whatever's in our gut is not actually technically in our body. And whatever that goes in our mouths and it isn't digested, that is that our body doesn't absorb it, will, as we know, just pass right through to the other end. And this is in fact actually one of the most important functions of our gut. The gut prevents foreign substances from entering the body while at the same time allowing the absorption the letting in of the nutrients we need. So the gut barrier has this extraordinarily important job of absorbing, that is letting in the nutrients that we need for life and for health, but keeping out all of the toxins that would harm us if we absorbed them. Unfortunately, quite often, this barrier can sometimes break down, leading to what we call increased intestinal permeability, colloquially known as a leaky gut, and we will discuss this more later on, but a leaky gut, look, it is a real scientifically identified entity, and it is something that you want to avoid and try and heal if you have. And the thing I love to talk about a bit is that we're actually all born with a leaky gut. So when we're born, the barrier is quite loose, and that's really designed to allow the antibodies from the mother's breast milk. So when, you know, we we often hear, oh, breast is best because it conveys immunity to the baby. And it does this because the mum's breast milk has antibodies in it and they're big molecules. They're actually huge in a kind of microscopic sense. 
So the gut has to be able to allow those to pass through them, which is why those barriers are often open early and then close when the child is somewhere around about two up to three, give or take. So it's one of those things that is meant to be there. It serves us well. Like this is what we often talk about. There are patterns in our life, patterns in the way our body work that serve us well at a particular point in life and then no longer serve us well later, whether that's physical function or things like our thoughts. Absolutely. We are constantly changing. And yes, what is healthy for us in our childhood, in our teens, in our 20s may not no longer be healthy for us in our 30s, 40s, 50s and beyond. That's one of the wonderful things about being a human. Yes, we are always evolving. We are always evolving. As is, you know, our knowledge is evolving with regards to the gut, in particular with the gut microbiome. And Lucy, you came up with this, this beautiful phrase, which I use all the time now, where you call it our inner garden. You need to nurture your inner garden. The gut microbiome is this wondrous ecosystem within our bodies. It's kind of like an organ all on its own. We've got trillions of bacteria as well as yeast and viruses and fungi and protozoa that live inside our guts. And we live in this, hopefully, usually, mutually beneficial relationship with them. And the microbiome actually plays the role of an important organ all within itself. It has a huge variety of roles in our day-to-day metabolism. And when the gut microbiome is healthy, it helps regulate our immune system, promotes healthy gut function, makes us vitamins that we need, um, B vitamins, vitamin K, among others. It extraordinarily regulates our mood. This is part of the gut-brain axis that we mentioned before. And it improves insulin sensitivity, which has flow-on effects to our blood sugar and our weight management. These are just a few of its vital functions. It's an incredibly important organ that, you know, that we need to nurture. And you know what's, I mean, the thing is like people go, oh yeah, you know, Hippocrates 2000 years ago. But the microbiome was really only identified properly when the human genome was cloned because there was all this sort of non-human genetic material that they were finding and thinking, well, what the hell is this stuff? So these bacteria are smaller than microscopic because microscopes, you know, we can see things, we can see little protozoas and whatnot, but these were smaller than that. And this, this is just a little bit of trivia that I love because it kind of kills me. But there's, I think, yeah, you said, you know, 27 trillion of these little invisible things. And when you weigh these, and since we love talking about health and weight loss, the weight of these 27 trillion or however many there are is two kilos. So we've got two kilos of invisible stuff just having a little roll in our body. And I, that to me just blows my mind. Yes, and it, it's there for a very, very good reason. So we have talked about what the gut is. We've discussed, the, you know, that it's a barrier, that it houses our gut microbiome and that it does lots and lots of important things and that it has a role in regulating our, our mood and our weight loss and inflammation 
And over the next few episodes, we're going to spend some time talking about what you can actually do. Really pretty simple, pretty profound things that we teach in our courses, things that you can do to improve the health of your gut and basically improve the health of every single cell in your body. It really is that integral to everything. In our 12-week mind and body transformation program, we spend an entire week on the gut and we go through these simple actionable steps you can take in great detail. We teach you how to make your own kefir so that you can get healthy probiotics to um, to improve your gut. And it is often really the most enjoyed week or part of, of the entire course. Gut health really is integral to everything and we have a fair bit of power to improve it. Mm. And what I love is that um, you don't actually need to go out and buy a whole heap of stuff. You don't need to spend a whole lot of money. A lot of it is just really simple, real food advice. And, you know, uh, as you know, I've already alluded to it, but in the next couple of episodes, I will be doing some marketing mischief busting. And, uh, you know, because again, that's it. Suddenly something becomes kind of new and it's the next marketing gimmicky trick too. So we'll help you out with that as well. Absolutely. Mares, I think it's probably time for us to wrap up for this episode of Real Health and Weight Loss. Stay tuned for the next few episodes where we're going to go through our four R's to repair your gut. We're going to tell you what you need to remove from your life, what you're going to replace it with, how to re-inoculate your gut for good health and how you can rebalance your entire system. So join us next week as we go through our four-hour framework to gut health. Wonderful. See you, Mares. See ya. So, my lovely listeners, that ends this episode of Real Health and Weight Loss. I'm Dr. Lucy Burns. And I'm Dr. Mary Barson. We're from Real Life Medicine. To contact us, please visit rlmedicine.com. And until next time, thanks thanks for for listening. listening.